I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm Mr. Movie, the guy who will soon be the person you see in front of the movies you go see in the theater when I replace Maria Menounos, or whatever her name is, Ben. Ben, why don't you aim for the stars? Why don't you replace Nicole Kidman in the AMC theaters <laughs> ad? <laughs> we make movies better. Yeah, I'll do that, and then you guys will go to the theater and be like, why is he putting on an Australian accent? That and wearing so the same exact pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> now, now is, is, it, is it offensive to do the Australian accent? No. I don't no. really know. No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, they're. I mean, come, I mean, let's be honest. They're white. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you can you can say it. We're we're safe here. Exactly. It's like yeah. Can you do an Italian accent? I'd say you can. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Because also mm-hmm. it's funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I go to an Italian restaurant, I ask them for some gabagool, and they get very upset with me. But I'm gonna do it <laughs> because that's funny. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest. I did not know for the longest time that Gabagool was a real thing. Yeah. I thought it was just something that Steve Carell made up in that episode of The Office to sound more Italian. That's the best part about it is it sounds fake Italian. It does. Yeah. I have a prediction for you boys. All right. So back in the 60s, we expanded whiteness to include Italians. Yeah. Um, we, we got them I in the draft. It, yep. The next pickup. I think we're, we've kind of always heard to get Puerto Ricans in here, yeah. but it will be the whiter Hispanics are coming into the fold, probably in the 2030s, I would say. We're, we're yeah. going to get this done. That's, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Stone yeah, I th- cold lock of the week of the century. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're getting close there. Uh, my, my boss at my job, like I've recently found out he's half Puerto Rican and I wouldn't have known unless he... Unless he told me. So I think it's starting to happen already. Yeah. Wow. It's there. There we go. Which is a perfect segue into the fact that <laughs> yeah. today we're talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion. Speaking of Puerto Rican. Once again, <laughs> one of the best exports of Puerto Rico. We're talking about episodes <laughs> 10 to 12. We are at almost the halfway mark. One more episode and we will be halfway done with... The initial run of the show, of course. Um, and these are, I'd say we've, this, these, this collection has a, a bit of the budget episodes and some of the higher, um, higher end stuff. I, I think it's a pretty good mix this time. Um, but I did, say, I did want to say, so episode 10 starts out, uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about how good the composition of shots are. And the, episode 10 starts out with two of my absolute favorite images. One is when Asuka is yelling at uh, Katsuragi, and then all of a sudden she stands up, and Shinji's been there the whole time. It was a really good way to frame that. And then not even, like, three seconds later, there's an incredible shot with a beer can that's in between Asuka and Shinji. And the just the way that it has them framed as, like, the thing... Like, Katsuragi basically being in between the two of them was really really cool and I, I was like already I was like man they're just they're just swinging for the fences with the composition now yeah they're cooking yeah let them cook yeah let them cook 30 years ago up to something. it's done yeah. been cooked it's in the freezer y'all <laughs> um, um yeah I like the fact that the episode was Asuka hitting on a grown man just like oh yeah, it does. How we do. Actually, that is how it very starts, and I that's why I didn't put it down in my notes. <laughs> but uh, once again, I mean, he just lets it slide. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not, I'm not ending up on some kind of list. Like, I'm smarter than that. But also at this point, I'm just kind of used to it. That's just a just a, that's just a common trait with Oscar at this point. Yeah. And the funny part is, is that the show uh, it illustrates an uncomfortable part of adolescence, which is that people have really weird uh, sexual urges. Not sure to do with them just yet. So uh, this this teenage girl hitting on a grown man that happened. I saw that shit happen in real yeah. life. It occurred, and it's so it's so interesting to see it just depicted. It just just happens here, you know. And it's just not something you see a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. And like, I mean, we've we've pointed it out every episode so far, but the show really does tackle what it's like being a, especially a boy in their adolescence, but it hits on the girl stuff too. Um, so well. And so in such a universal way that it's weird. Cause a lot of times like gender politics and stuff are very different when you watch stuff from, you know, both like, like East and like South Asia, but some things just universal, I guess. And it, it really, these episodes especially have kind of um, drove that home for me. Because one, one thing that happens right after the scenes I just mentioned is that Asuka is in her bathing suit and Shinji is, what's the best word? He is, he's hot. He is like, oh no, what is happening <laughs> in my body right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he struggles with, with the fact that he does not like her personality, but he is attracted to her physically, which I think is also a very common thing people yes. have to deal with in their... In their Absolutely. <laughs> Adolescence, especially. Yes, uh, that was mm-hmm. a great way to to illustrate that. Yeah, and it's like, and it's it's one of the rare moments where she's just b- not being a complete asshole to Shinji, and it's like, oh, you got some, you got some math going on over there. Let me help you out, bud. What? How do you do uh, this? How you do this? So you just do this. Also, this, this. don't you love that Asuka failed the test because she can't read? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she knew all the answers, but she just couldn't read Japanese, so she just yeah. failed. And she didn't care to bring this up with anyone, by the way, of like, oh, this is going to be hard for me because I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, is that is so accurate to real life. People that I know who are learning Japanese are like, speaking it is difficult, but I can get there. But reading it is a whole other fucking level of difficult because there's three fucking alphabets to deal with. And I can't yeah. do that. I can do the one. All right. Yeah. I the one in backwards, English. But I'm sober. <laughs> I can't. Ever there's a second alphabet to deal with on top of what we already have for other shit. Yeah, are you I don't kidding even, me? I guess I have to look into how that works because one thing I always what confused me, and I didn't think about it until a couple years back, was the fact that like other languages don't have like you know the 20, same twenty six letters as us, or even twenty six letters. Some don't even have letters. And then I'm like, how do they type on a keyboard? And I realized that a lot of languages just made a new alphabet that they can type on keyboards. That was just what their solution was. And I was like, man, that's dedication to learn a whole new keyboard language. Yeah, it's kind of like how in Spanish, the word for computer is computadora, um, which is my ideal girlfriend, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what they just, they just, they just took our word and added a little bit more to the end of it. You, know? you mean computadora, the Internet Explorer? <laughs> <laughs> god damn <sighs> okay i got it in yeah. yes <laughs> but yeah i would wonder like what if what if someone else invented computers you know what if what if the chinese got computers first how would we yeah. have to adapt ourselves and to how about their let's all language? theorize right now what they were what they were called <laughs> <laughs> yeah with my extensive knowledge of chinese ben is covering his whole mouth <laughs> like like As, gendo he's doing, he's doing the gendo pose yeah he's just doing the gendo um <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, don't do that. We'll go next. <laughs> no, um, you asked a question. I want to answer. Here's my question, boys. How'd they even find this fucking angel? <laughs> the, what tripped them? The lava angel? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe the, I guess there had to be some kind of seismic activity. I yeah. guess. And even then, it was like deep in this pool of lava. Which, by the way, I love how lava mm. is just put... Red tint over everything. You're in lava now. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I absolutely love that to go down in lava, they made a fat suit that goes around that already, <laughs> the already huge Ava suit. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. And it's even yeah. better because, <laughs> because even though it doesn't matter at all, it bothers Asuka that it's like a not form fitting, like stylish suit, that it's just some big, like marshmallow suit. She gets so bothered by it. It is hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
and she's like, I don't want anyone to see me see us like this. Like you're gonna you're going to be in lava. Be no one can in lava. No one is yeah. going to see you. No one really sees this all this shit down here anyway. Why are you worried about this? Yeah. <laughs> Was t- teenage girl, teenager in general type of fucking shit. Exactly. Yeah. I will say, when she turns on the fucking thing and her plug suit expands, now that I'm older and I've been more exposed to the internet, I'm like, oh, oh, that's a thing for somebody. Yes. This is for the expansion mm-hmm. fucking perverts out there. The blue verification people are having a fucking field day with this fucking frame. Uh, <laughs> the, the violet bullregardification bull, bull of... Uh... Yes. <laughs> I'm not fucking joking, Ben. That's a whole ass thing. Oh, I know. I'm aware. Okay. Like yeah. there, there, there's a whole inflate fetish. Mm. Like I, like I, unfortunately, I was made aware of it. It was like people reach out to artists. It's like, can you draw this person? But like they got s- filled with helium, and now they're floating around like a balloon. It's like that. That's a thing. It just works for some people, and it's like it's one of those things where it's always an interesting moment thinking of like, when did you realize this? The weird. Mm. The weirdest one I ever saw was that I saw this guy that was like on Reddit. They were asking, oh, what's the weird, like, how did you discover your weird fetish? And one guy was like, I've, he's like, when, I was watching an old video, an old movie from the 70s. And there's this girl who had, um, she had like lost her shirt and she started sinking in quicksand. And then I found out that I have a quicksand fetish. And I'm like, one, that is wild. The fact that this happened to you. And two, I really got to see your search history and I got to see who's making shit for this guy. How many quicksand fetishes are there? Because even if there's like a thousand, which maybe there are, there probably are. Who, who is making that for such a specific market and how much are they charging? There and was, where can I find it? <laughs> <laughs> there was this fucking scourge a couple of years back on Tumblr where artists were talking to one another. And finding out they had all been commissioned by the same guy who was dropping, it turned out, tens of thousands of dollars on pictures of the exact same thing. A blonde woman with a low-cut top buying Wonder Bread. Every single picture was a blonde woman buying Wonder Bread. And he had he had spent, it had to have been tens of thousands of dollars commissioning pictures of this thing. You know what this means. It means that when he <laughs> yeah, was like... 13 or 14, this is something he saw. And it got stuck in his head, and one day he got some insanely, either a high-paying job, or he's just borrowed a lot of money from people who he can't pay back, because he just has to have this. Yep. Um, and yeah, I guess some people, you know, we, a lot of us have that an image we saw when we were young that kind of gave us an awakening, but this guy just took it to the next level. And, I mean, you know, good for those artists. He kept them, he kept them eating yep. Wonder Bread for years. <laughs> yeah. Whatever puts Wonder Bread on your table, I guess. Yeah. There you go. Because, <laughs> you know, like some artists get to share their commissions like publicly, and people are like, wait, why did both these people do Wonder Bread and a third guy? What's happening here? And then it all came like a fucking serial killer collage of connecting the fucking dots. <laughs> yeah. And to this day, no one knows who the guy was, I think. It still is a mystery who or why they did this. But yeah. Even Gillian was somebody something, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we Absolutely. discovered some, some sex toys on another episode, so yeah, they're they're there. Mm-hmm. Like somebody saw Unit O One open its open up its mouth, and they were like, "Yep, mm-hmm. that's my thing." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> something about the ridges. Hey, whatever whatever works for you, I guess. As long as it doesn't hurt yeah. anybody, have whatever fetish you want, you know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever makes you happy. This world. Feel- yeah, this world sucks. Yeah. So any if you're able to find any modicum of joy in anything, as long as you're not bringing pain or misfortune on others doing it, go right ahead. Do it. Just know that if we find out about it, we may secretly judge you. Yeah, we may dog on you. Especially, yeah. especially if you're a furry. Yeah. Because dog on you, but <laughs> which uh, you'd probably like. Okay, I'm sorry to all the furries out there. Um but yeah, some things are just don't, funny. Don't rat out your furry friends, okay? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I love it. You might Anyways, be the plan- eating crow afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it won't make you the cock of the walk. Um, oh, no. <laughs> this- we started something. Hold on. The plan here is to capture a live angel, by the way. Yes. We, we in lava. Over this. Yes, in lava. Yes. 
Which my question makes me like, and then what? Finish yes. the sentence. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's also like they chose the absolute worst one to catch. The one that's in the lava. You, there's been so many that has been out in the place you already are. The place we've already, we have con- some control over. And we decided, let's catch the one that's in lava. That's going to be, that, that's our real Moby Dick. Well, yeah, I should the say the reason they're trying to do it is because it's, it's still when it's egg. That's true. Stage. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, like if it hatches, it's, it has to already be uh, conditioned to such a harsh environment to survive and, and even be bred in lava that what what's it going to do on land? You know, what's going to stop it? Yeah. I like, I like that Ben's making some really big assumptions on uh, angel biology here. <laughs> how, how they work. There are questions that need to be answered. And if Anno's <laughs> not going to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Are there any people um, who call themselves like like Evangelion historians who like know everything about every, like or like anthropologists of fucking Evangelion culture? I don't know about that, but there's there's Eva Eva Freaks' website. It's been around for twenty something years now, so yeah. most people go go deep. Um also just like I love how in this episode we see Kaji just doing fucking spy shit on the fucking gondos. Yeah. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. Just some lady he's talking to, and you're like, what is going on here? And you're like, oh, he's a spy. He's doing spy things. Yeah. And, and Kataragi is very unprofessional about him. I love that. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I also love that at one point they just drop the fact that if anything goes wrong, the UN is just going to incinerate them and every one of the Avas just from above. Which, once again, this show is wildly optimistic as to what the UN would actually do in these scenarios. Um, mm-hmm. But it is funny that they just drop that out. They're just like, oh yeah, by the way, if it just so you know, if anything goes wrong, then they're just going to kill you, me, and everything else around here forever. It's how we talked about in Shin Godzilla, when like China and Russia signed off on America dropping a fucking thermonuclear bomb on Tokyo, which would never fucking happen. In never. This, ever. In this timeline, a little meteor hit the fucking South Pole and, you know, blew up the environment, and America was like, sure, UN, take over. Yeah. You have it. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Listen to yourself. Yeah. There's there's the show has a weird amount of wild optimism within its absolutely depressing nature. But it works. It worked for the story. So I, I'm yeah. it's just one of those funny things. Um so yeah, they put her in lava, and weirdly enough, things don't go as hundred percent as planned. First thing that goes wrong is she loses her progressive knife, um, which is still my favorite piece of machinery. Besides a huge gun, progressive knife is my favorite thing in the whole show. Mm. Um, loses that, but then the there's... The prog knife. The prog it's, it's knife. Hair, because it's something that should be like, like playing Rush when it comes out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like YYZ or something. Yeah. Yeah. They built it. Do you guys know why that song is called YYZ, by the way? I'd have found this out recently. That's, the, that's like what Toronto's um, uh, airport code is, because they're all from Canada. Oh, For some reason, okay. Toronto isn't T-O-R or something. It's YYZ. I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but that's what it is. So if anybody out there is interested, that's why it's called that. Interesting. And yeah, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. The angel no. fucking hatches and attacks and Shinji has to throw his prog knife down to Asuka. Yes. And my question is, okay, why not just make the Ava out of the prog knife material? Because it survives just fine in the lava. <laughs> you know? Maybe it's maybe it's kinda like the this universe is like unobtainium. Or not unobtainium, uh vibranium. So it's like there's it's very, very hard to get. And actually it does vibrate. Whoa. Huh? Just Hold saying. On. Um Where's Wakanda at in this uh, scenario? An important detail we forgot to mention earlier, and when we the part where Asuka, we found out that she can't read. Um, the, the homework they were going over was about thermal expansion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And normally this would be a throwaway detail, but they use it to actually defeat the angel. Um, and it reminded, because like, they both think of it at the same time. They're like, I know what to do. And they, you know, they put the fucking tube into the guy and use thermal expansion to kill the angel. Um, 
it reminds me so much. Do you guys remember the scene in 21 Jump Street where Channing Tatum's character finally puts together how a Molotov cocktail works and how it's like covalent bonds? Mm-hmm. That's exact. Yeah. That's exactly what it reminded me of. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious. This is this this joke was ripped 20 years later. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they got it from? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird because this is like this is like one of those classic TV writing moments where a thing you mentioned earlier comes back, which doesn't happen very much in this show. No, I like, think just kind of like you know progress. This is like no, let's do a callback to a random fact. Yeah, to their homework the from their high school. Right, it's hilarious. That's the thing. Like it was, if it was a thing that like, Masato mentioned in a fucking in a meeting, be like, okay, yeah, I get it. But their homework saves them, which is a very a very TV thing to do. Yeah. If there's a message in there somewhere. Kids, stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, if you're listening to this podcast, you've made a lot of bad decisions. So let's hope yeah. you don't. Let's hope you don't drop out. Stay in school. Yeah, just go ahead and roll in an extra four years of school just to make yeah. up for listening to this podcast. Yeah. First, learn to read. That's yes. your first step. All right, and mm. then do your homework in the language yeah. you're supposed to. Yeah. And also, this angel, its mouth that it, it grabs on her is pretty fucking horrifying, actually. Like, that that's a really intense... That's another... This will be a horrifying death, really. That's another mm-hmm. thing that probably awakened something in somebody. Mm. Um, you ain't joking. I've seen some stuff. But yeah. Um, so yeah, and that the entire time... I'm not sure if I mentioned this yet. The entire time, they're in lava. So there's high stakes to what's going yeah. on here. If you fuck up, you get... Just completely incinerated from your from your head to your toe, um, and it's very scary. And then her her the cable holding her up severs. She goes drifting down, and then Shinji jumps in and Unit One and grabs her. And not sure how he didn't get fucked up by the lava, but okay, we pull him back up, and we're all good, I guess. Yeah. Hot springs time. Yeah. Hot springs times where Pin Pin gets shipped to them in a box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular car carbon box that Kaji sent that is just just pin pin gets out and is parched and it's, it's once it, it completely adds to the mythos of pin pin of why is he here what is he and how is he how did who went to her apartment and got the bird first of all I know was that Kaji <laughs> did he send some fucking goons to go do it and yeah. the Pinkertons go over there does pin pin have Who'd a key get? and can like lock the door himself and just left and started yeah. walking. Did he mail himself and use Kaji's name? I don't understand anything that happened here. It's funny because you could completely remove Pin Pin from the show and it would be mostly the same. But there's something about Pin Pin being there that is so special to me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <I just> love him. <laughs> Everyone had to enjoy this moment. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, oh God, the actor in uh, Iron Man 2 who demanded to have a bird. Who's like the villain. Oh, um, uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah. It demanded to have a, a, a bird, a bird in the fucking movie. It's like somebody who's writing this, or Anna was like, "There's got to be a bird. We got to yeah. have mm-hmm. Pin Pin in the fucking show, okay. or, I, or I walk." We got to sell plushies. Yes. Hold on, we figured it out. There you go. There it is. He's a porg. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I do as, love that in this scene. Oh, go ahead, Zoe. No, you go ahead. I just love that in this scene where they ask Shinji to throw over some body soap to them, which is a weird term to say. Because um, they like, used all of theirs. Mention, yes. Remember that? They used it all. Yes. He tosses it over. It hits Asuka, and she's like, watch for your aiming. She's a <laughs> fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get another classic scene where the girls are like, ooh, we have boobs <laughs> she's like whoa whoa and he gets he get obviously he gets a boner and pim pim points yeah. at him and says you have a boner basically also <laughs> what if they sh- they hey. found the fucking line of how much you can show with a, a, a young boy getting out of the water we got mm-hmm. to what is the beginning of what i think was a was the the shaft we got to that mm-hmm. point well, they put Goku's whole ass penis in the '80s Dragon Ball cartoon. That's not even a fucking new thing for them. So, yeah, um, it's just it's just three it's just three half circles. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, I also I, I choose to believe I am choosing to believe personally that the conversation we hear Shinji imagines yes. in his mm-hmm. horniness. Just imagine this whole thing. Yes, I, I yes. think he he just took things out of context and just ran with them in his head. 
Um, and yeah, because yeah, I, I don't think Asuka or Katsuragi have that kind of relationship. No. Now, I, I have not been to a Hot Springs women before, but I am assuming that's not how they talk. I am just going to go out on a limb here. Yeah, and I'm assuming they don't waste all of their body yeah, soap like, right off the bat. All of the soap. I want to point right. out that, I mean, I guess maybe when they got there, it was already like halfway down. But even then, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need a prequel to this. This 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 Hot Springs, what's their story? What are they hiding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do they what work were they for? using that body soap for? <laughs> right. What were you trying to lube up in there, my friend? Was it an angel? Um, uh, I wish I was kidding. Um, so yeah, episode 11. Uh, yeah. And once again, that's where they end the episode. It's so funny that they do this. And well, I will say... Well, it's like oh, a big, wait, there's one more thing. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. a big tonal shift. It's like, oh, no, don't touch me there. It's ticklish. And then I mean, it's like, do you know about my past? Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm supposed to. All right, to be continued. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> What's going on? It's crazy. I love the, the episode eleven. The Netflix title for it is "In the Still Darkness," but the original one is "The Day Tokyo Three Stood Still." Much better title. Yeah, I came up with a name that works for both episode ten and episode eleven. Okay, Evangelion. It's getting hot in here. Because <laughs> the first okay. one is about lava, and in this one mm. they have no AC. Yeah, that's true. So, you're welcome. I like seeing the nerve goons in their off time mm-hmm. doing their own laundry and shit. Yeah, I love that when Gendo answers the phone. First of all, he says, "What is it?" He doesn't <laughs> say hello. He doesn't say how are you. No, then he says, "What is it?" And then. He basically is like, Shinji, I could not give less of a fuck about your education and calls it a trivial affair. <laughs> and tells whoever handles his phone calls to stop patching his phone. Yes, he's like, don't let Shinji get into this anymore. I'm only talking to important people now. Like my room full of shadowy men that I need to yeah. speak to constantly. Also, call movie phone and see what time Akira's playing tonight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 2015 we're still showing Akira in theaters um, I mean probably yeah yeah. It's showing I do, somewhere. Like, on the train they're talking to Fuyutsuki and he's like by the way democracy not real computer yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whoa just, yeah. I mean, just throws I mean, that kinda, out yeah I mean we kind of figured but whoa <laughs> I'm like the public is just around, and you're just saying this shit? Okay. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, absolutely amazing. That's okay. Like, all uh, everybody in the background is just busy, just standing still, not moving an inch, not breathing, yes. minding their own business. Which, like, they can't hear them. I was like, that's probably, you know, in your head, oh, that's a budget thing. I think that's a Gendo thing. <laughs> I think yeah. that when, unless Gendo is looking at you and talking to you, you are expected to stand completely still <laughs> so that you don't yeah. bother his brain. Yeah. <laughs> Also, they the we see them like testing out Unit Zero again with Ray inside of it, and they use a bunch of mumbo jumbo. But I'm pretty sure that they're testing as a big old battery. Yeah, because it's like field time extender or something. I'm pretty sure that just means battery, right? You can just say battery, Ritzko. It's okay. <laughs> the no, big they battery. Gotta, they gotta talk in all the all the nerve speak. Yeah, they gotta sound smart. Uh. Also, when the, when the power goes out, I love how everyone's like, nah, it's all good. Kick on in a second. Don't worry. Yeah. Impossible to fail. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, they set up a hilarious scenario where Katsuraki and Kaji are in the elevator together. Another great moment is when Shinji tries his ID card and it doesn't work because the power is out. And Asuka's like, you're probably just doing it wrong. Let me try. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking fucking- about? <laughs> Proceeds to like do that way. Go backwards, forwards. Yeah. It shows you how stupid he, she thinks Shinji is. He can't even swipe a card correctly, right? <laughs> and he tells Ray to try, and she pushes Ray out of the way to get there. Yep. She's like, "No, fuck both of you." Yeah. Um, I do love. By the way, I I wrote, I wrote a note here. I was like, Katsuragi and Kaji can get serious when it's needed. Yeah. Hold that in mm-hmm. your mind. Hold that in mm-hmm. your mind. 
Um, and also, I love how the angel shows up and the military is just like, eh, nerve will handle it. Well, yeah, just kick back, wait. <laughs> I love how the, eh. I love how the angel is all legs, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just see its big old legs for most of the episode. Yeah, that's yep. the that's the Stacy Keebler angel right there. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just great, that. Nothing but eyes. A great way to save on animation too. Not not the whole body, just the couple of legs moving across yep. the landscape. Yep. Yeah, just two giant black lines. Um, also, Asuka volunteers supposed to be leader of their little group. And you know what? I agree. Because she would not listen to anybody else being yeah. leader. So just yeah. let her have it. Yeah. yeah. And But she wants to, you know, she says it like matter of fact. She's like, obviously, I'm the leader. Um, and then, but the, the entire time, Ray has to do all the actual work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, also, she makes Shinji open the door, which is a great way to adhere to traditional, traditional gender roles. Yep. <laughs> no, what's so funny is... That that scene right there where she makes him like crank open the door. I first saw that scene in the context of a meme on TikTok where someone like dubbed it over, dubbed over Asuka, and she's like, Shinji, crank that soldier boy. And then he starts cranking it and they start playing Soldier Boy. Oh Soldier Boy, tell us. <laughs> that's the first time I ever saw that scene. I had no context. I'm like, what is going on? That's that's amazing. Yeah. I gotta really find this one. It's that's really incredible. funny. And then we cut back to Kaji and Katsuragi in the elevator, and they have stopped being professional. So my was my words discard them. Yes, Kaji says, mm-hmm. and I quote, Katsuragi, you can probably remove your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safety precaution. It's hot in here. Yeah, it's just typical shit. And that's, you know what? That's not Shinji, that's Kaji. Kaji's that kind of guy. That's, how, that's yeah. who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, when they when they show the show the control room and everyone's fucking like like hot, Gendo unfazed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fuyutsuki has his thick fucking feet in ice water trying to stay cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you find out because like when you first hear this, you're like, oh well, you know, because like I've 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 been I've worked a lot of jobs in my life. When something like this happens, I'm like, all right, it's time. It is quitting time. It is. Mm-hmm. It is soak up some money while I can't do any work time. And Gendo is just like, "Fuck you!" Everyone, they're using pulleys and shit to get work done. <laughs> I would. Oh my god, that would be the fucking worst. Uh, manual labor. Just probably the most manual labor a lot of these employees have had to do in a long time. Because I'm sure everything I- at this point is pretty automated. Yeah. Yeah, I had that Gendo join his working class for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was surprised by that. Okay, he's actually getting it. He's actually getting his hands dirty. I appreciate that. Yeah. Which actually, I would wonder, like, what, what, what economic class are our characters here? Right. It's an interesting question. We talked about this more with Shinji. Yeah. You can't tell what what he is really. Like, it's te- Katsuragi technically is working, right? She works for a wage, and as we see, apparently doesn't have money in this episode. So yeah. We- I like to imagine that it's a uh, it's like a Chernobyl scenario where mm-hmm. every like everyone's kind of makes the same amount of money there. Uh, well, yeah. Gendo has more power, but he also just lives in like. Oh, well, first of all, I don't think Gendo lives anywhere. I think Gendo just stays at work all the time. But if he did, yeah. he'd probably have a place much like Katsuragi's. Mm-hmm. Probably just be a little cleaner. Yeah, I want I want to see a, I want to see a gender flip version of this where all those weird scenes. At the beginning of earlier episodes, with the with the cheery music and Katsuragi just down in a beer, I want to see that foot with Gendo. That's what I want. <laughs> in an alternate universe, I, I, I want yeah. to see Shinji's. I mean, not yeah, Shinji's dad just letting loose. You never could impossible, impossible <laughs> to imagine that happening. I'll make also, it happen. I love the fact that one of the goons gets into a truck with like these election guys for these sham elections. And yeah. the guy driving the truck is clearly just, just having a great day getting to fucking have approval to drive wherever he wants as fast as he wants. He's having a fucking blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think Gendo is the most serious character in any form of media? There's no moment of levity with Gendo. There isn't a single one, no. Is There is no... It's work... And period with Gendo mm, yeah. is is insane to me. And there's also some emotional stuff. But even that stuff's very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. They discussed that this is that this is probably sabotage by humans, not angels. Uh, yeah. In this episode, which is, it's it's sort of setting you up for a thing that'll come later. I think there there's a payoff for all this this nonsense. Yeah. Um, also, I love how it, in the middle of this whole this whole panic situation, Shinji's like, "Hey guys, why are they called angels?" <laughs> yes. What an incredible scene where he's like, why are they called Angel? And Asuka's like, shut up, nerd. Okay? <laughs> Who gives not a the fuck time. why they're called Angels? You idiot. <laughs> he's like, I have a legitimate question. Yeah, it's like, this is going to take a while. I'm just trying to pass yeah. the time. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> These are questions that need to be answered. I would be like, dude, why now? Why, yeah. is, this, why is now the time? <laughs> Because it is weird, right? To name your enemies angels, just it like, is. Yeah. Generally speaking, why not call them demons? Yeah. And they don't explain it to him, so no. of course he's gonna be curious. Yeah. The most he gets is a uh, like we're just trying to defend ourselves from them. Like we're they're, like they're coming after us, so we got to do what we got to do. It's like okay, but didn't really answer my question. Okay, you know? but yeah. Why are they called angels? Yeah. It's, oh, what? Was there no opposite of angels? Was there nothing we can call them besides this? You could call them angles. That'd be better, even. Yeah. Angles. You know? Bunch of turd angles out here trying to kill us. Yeah. Uh, yeah! But also, at one point, Asuka and Ray disagree on which way to go. And. Th- People always point to this show like Shinji being indecisive yes. and being wishy-washy. I'm like, fuck no. He knows better. Don't get in the middle of this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Step back. Well, the thing yeah. is, he is, he kind of basically says, I'm pretty sure Ray is right. But then Asuka's like, well, guess what? You guys can follow me then. If Ray's <laughs> right, follow me. And Also, uh, this scene we get to is so good. Yeah. Can you can we all agree that, that, that what happens next is so good? Where she opens up the door and you see the angel and the music starts fucking blasting mm-hmm. as she sees it. And she comes back, closes the door, and she's like, We've made visual contact with the enemy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once again, proving this show is fucking hilarious. Oh, it's great. They know how to deliver a joke. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's right before that scene or right after, but there's a great time. <laughs> When Asuka says to Shinji, for a man, you're a real nag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Because it's such it's a gender joke, burn. but having it come from Asuka made it so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I love the music again picks up here when they start to like get the Ava's ready manually. And also the guys yelling heave ho. I, for some reason that got me so good. (laughs) This happens. We actually yell heave ho. (laughs) I've only seen it. I've only seen it happen twice in this and snow white and the seven dwarves. The only two times. I just want one day. For my life to come to fish where I need to be like doing this kind of work so I can start up the heave ho chant. Yeah. <laughs> be the be hero amazing. we need. Yeah. <laughs> so they get in the Avis. I mean, yeah. they, get out, they get out manually. And it turns out that the big daddy long legs angel has gross uh, eyeball juice that it's trying to like spit on. Yeah. Isn't that such world. an interesting visual that instead of it being like spit, it's literally just eye secretion? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Really, really chilling image for me. Yeah. It's pretty gross. But yeah, so it can basically melt through stuff. It can't melt through an Ava instantly, but it can over time. So they're like, how do we solve this? What's some actual teamwork? I do like the show is, the show does have a real progression of, um, especially um, Asuka and Shinji being able to actually make a plan together, despite the fact that they, you know, can't be in the same room without killing each other. And uh-huh. I really like that. It shows it's the same thing. It's kind of you talked about how there are times when Katsuragi and Kaji can be serious. There are times when Asuka and Shinji can be serious. And it, it was really it was really cool to see. They're like, all right, you make a, 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 a shield. We go down, get the gun, shoot it up. We'll win. And it was such a cool idea. I loved it. Uh-huh. 
yeah, it was cool to see Asuka like actually be a leader for a minute here. Like she came up with an actual plan that worked and volunteered to do the unglamorous part as well. Yeah. But only Seth, because she uh, wanted to be even with Shinji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. She's like, I'll play defense Seth, just so you can't have credit. <laughs> how happy are you? The big gun worked. The big gun worked. Finally. <laughs> Finally. After all this time, huge yeah. gun was the answer. Mm-hmm. So for a long time, it's like, you know, why did we even build this if it doesn't work? It's for moments like this. Yeah. It's not going to work every time, but it works sometimes. And that's why we built it. This is the yeah, gun. Well, this is in the gun sizzle reel. This is the one, the one, the one time it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the idea that we have these giant <clears throat> otherworldly horrible monsters trying to destroy the world. And when we build a bit to beat them, giant, also flesh. Uh, mechanical robots and they got a fucking knife that vibrates and a, a fucking a field of magical energy and a big fucking assault rifle and the assault rifle it works sometimes yeah it's great that's why mm-hmm. the show rules mm-hmm. and of course we get a good gag where the power comes back on and they find Kaji and Katsuragi in the elevator in a 69 position yeah because they fell that way exactly but also, it's like, for me, it's like, that's funny. But is anyone looking at this thing? They're 69 and they're fully clothed. Yeah. But it is I mean, funny. Seth, you, know, you haven't lived, apparently. <laughs> so you haven't lived very much. But you'll get yeah, there one day. Until you're 69 through slacks. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, the students at BYU, like, they're creating some very creative ways to fuck without actually doing the yeah. fucking part. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we come up with something like that. Is this two episodes in a row where we've talked about BYU sex position? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. We're not going to stop. No. No. No, 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 no. We're not going to stop it's until central. they stop. <laughs> until they start it's acting like human beings. Ben throwing down the gauntlet to BYU over yeah. here. Yeah, you hear I mean, me, Joseph can, Smith? <laughs> I think we can all admit that Mormonism is fake and it's very funny <laughs> yeah I'm it was created by trey parker and matt stone yeah it's the second funniest religion you could be which is behind scientology i think in terms of fakeness see i find mormonism the funniest because for me for me scientology is is clearly absolutely fake it's made up by a science fiction writer if you believe in it you've been brainwashed Mormonism is a religion entirely made so that no person who is not American can be given any credit for the for the events of the Bible. It is amazing to me that they made this religion just so they could be more racist. It's 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 incredible. It's it's, it's the, the yeah. one of the weirdest moves ever. Um I love the way this episode ends, by the way, with the gorgeous, like, 90s anime backdrop painting of Tokyo through the lights coming back on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, today's anime has backdrops that look too good, in my opinion. Mm. I like this, like, almost impressionist look of the city. You know, it's like, it's all blurry and fuzzy. Things aren't clearly defined. I like that. It looks cool. It looks it looks authentic to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. there's a whole group of people on the internet who try to, like, either decorate like, graphic design or even real spaces with 90s anime aesthetic because it looked so fucking cool yeah um and yeah yeah i agree it was it was amazing um also shinji and ray try to say some deep shit about darkness and and humanity and i was just like shut the fuck up nerds yeah <laughs> it's kind, of, kind of her line in this episode it's just shut the fuck up and listen to me mm-hmm. episode 12 episode Yay. 12 is where we finally get some key backstory by one of our very favorite characters. Also, I just got to point out before we start, the title of the episode, Netflix title is A Miracle's Worth. Uh-huh. The original title is She Said Don't Make Others Suffer for Your Personal Hatred. What a title! Mm-hmm. I've noticed that uh, Japanese shows aren't afraid to have really long episode titles. Which, hey, I kind of dig it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like Fallout Boy, you know? Yes, I would say that <laughs> Japanese culture is a lot like Fallout Boy. 
you could say that their entire culture is inspired by Fallout Boy. Yeah. 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 Infinity <laughs> on High. Exactly. 2007. There, were, there was no Japanese culture before that, before that drop. Thank you, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. Right. But- <laughs> Batman or Fallout Boy. Um. <laughs> I'm we choosing him back in time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that like that that, that storyline in, the, in the, the hit show Heroes, um, when the white guy went back in time and and gave Japanese culture samurai. That was yeah. that was a pretty fun thing, and that was during the best season of the show, um, which happened during the writer strike, I should say, which were happening yes, another one now. There's another so, one. Um, and speaking, I'm going back in time. We open up on the ripe year. Y2K 2000 and episode 12 and we get to see footage of the second impact and I gotta say looks like a real bummer to be in that scenario <laughs> not cool vibes yo Mm-mm. well remember earlier in episode 9 uh, Asuka asked Kaji why he didn't have a school trip and he was like yeah because the world has exploded yeah there are really many good places to go at the moment <laughs> yeah um, but yes, we see some, we, you know, we see a, a girl, a young girl get put into a capsule by her father, or we assume that's her father, I guess. Um, and she wakes up later far away in the ocean with a little, little cross around her neck. And it turns out it's Katsuragi. Yeah. Which ties into a moment we didn't talk about in episode 10, where the, when they were at the hot springs, Asuka noticed a, uh, a scar on Katsuragi, Katsuragi's chest, and she was like, "Oh, this is from the second impact." Like when I was yes. younger. Yes, that is true. So, good, good call. Mm-hmm. Ben, how did you feel about the 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 picture of the second impact happening with the fucking wings coming out of the planet? How how that feel for you? Oh, it uh, it it, it was it was eerie. Like, uh, I I kept waiting for the image from like the opening credits. With the with the spread wings, uh, I kept waiting for that to show up there, and just seeing just the wings come out of the giant hole, knowing that there's more to this, and it it, it was terrifying, honestly. Like there's just some there, there's something about that aesthetic that really creeps me out, and uh, good on them, good on them. It's freaky. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, they unfortunately the people of Japan did not. Uh. <laughs> uh, Toji and Ida come over to, to Shinji's house, and it's so funny how they also are like, "God damn, Asuka is so annoying." And then Katsuragi is like, that. "Oh, but Katsuragi though." Yeah, yeah, but Asuka assumes they're there to see her naked. It's like <laughs> she's like, "You guys are." She's like, "All you guys want to do is see me." It's like um, J- Judy Greer in Arrested Development. She's like, "You just want to see these." spring break bitches exactly it's like oscar shut the fuck up (laughs) but you know what guys let's think back to the conversation at the pool uh about bazongas Mm -hmm. the boys had bazongas reasonable a bazonga sorry yes (laughs) how dare i the original japanese bazongas um (laughs) yeah reasonable assumption on oscar's part the thing is oscar isn't Wrong to assume it. Because the thing is, even though we're making jokes about it, she's a little right. It's not like if it's not like from what we know about these boys, if they got the opportunity, they wouldn't take a peek. I'm just yeah. being honest with the way we've been, these guys have been portrayed, you know? So yeah. she's a little right. But mm-hmm. she's also incredibly annoying. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. And also having been boys ourselves. We've been in a situation before where it's like, yeah, we talked about this. We know. Yeah. We understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he found out Katsuragi got a promotion. And how did it major. the military nerd has to notice it. Yeah. Yep. He sees the new stripes. And it's funny because Shinji doesn't even know. Shinji's like, what? He lives <laughs> there. He's like, you got promoted? When? Oh, wow. Was yeah. I sick that day? Damn. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I've been in a few situations where it's perfectly normal for, like, two roommates to just never talk to each other about anything. Yeah. Because... I've been the main culprit in almost every place I lived in in college. I just never, never talked to my roommate. So whenever something new happened, I would find out two months after the last time I spoke to them. Yeah. And it would always be shocking. It's like, oh, you got engaged? Oh, that's awesome. All right. See you in April. 
Okay. And did, did you also work with them at a secret underground facility that is hell-bent on saving the world from uh, angels? Can't say that I have, no. Okay. Because I feel like they have a little bit different of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Ben's roommate walks into the apartment with a fucking sword and a scar over his eye. <laughs> and Ben looks over and it's just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. He's <laughs> under the fridge, walks back to his room. Yeah, because if I know if I bring it up, I'm going to have to sit there and talk to him about it for 15 minutes. And that's the last thing I want to do. My God, Ben. <laughs> the fuck? I, would, I, I just didn't want to talk to him. I don't know. Your roommate's like, I finally have a man who killed my father. And you're like, oh, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, what was cool. that? I gotta go. Ben's like, yeah. what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> opens, up, opens up the headphones. What was it? Oh, oh yeah. Huh? Yeah, around 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave it at the door. Thank you. <laughs> we don't want any. Ben's um, roommate gets married, has a kid, divorced, becomes an alcoholic, and Ben only talks to him when he's had the kid and becomes an alcoholic. Yeah. It's like, hey, is, is that child on the floor? Is that yours? How long is he? How long has that been there? Yeah. Is oh, he, okay. Cool. Is he on the lease? Yeah. Is he is, okay? <laughs> is okay. He so he better not make a mess. Okay. All right. I, I expect these dishes to be done when I get back from class. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so they have a whole a, a thing that they test out the pilots again, seeing their sync rates or whatever. Mumbo yeah. jumbo. And that night they have a party for Katsuragi. And the funny part is the class rep is there. Yes. And I said out loud in real life. Why is she here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Toji says like, the same thing. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Because I'm here too. I'm like, what the fuck is, th- what does this bitch have on all of them? <laughs> she's just everywhere. We find out that she, she has poor socialization. Oh, well, oh, that's oh. a shocker. Oh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> have you seen the way he talks to his dad? <laughs> and the way his dad talks to him? I was about to say, that's the bigger tell right there. Yeah. Definitely comes from a healthy family. <laughs> and they and he asks Katsuragi why she is here. Like, why she's doing what she's doing. And she gives him, she's like, I don't remember. <laughs> Clearly yeah. true. Yeah. But it turns out she, she wants revenge. She wants revenge yeah. on the angels. Because obviously they took her family away. Well, uh-huh. not quite. She wants revenge on her father. That's oh yeah, that's true. For neglecting her. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Yeah. A father being neglectful because oh. of his work. And it's so oh. funny because it reminds me so much of the scene because like, the whole thing is her dad's neglectful, only only looks at his work, doesn't care about her, but he makes this final sacrifice to kind of get her out of the second impact. And it reminds me so much. It's not his final sacrifice, but it reminds me so much of when, um, when. You know, Gendo is has no emotions at all, but then he does like he puts his bare hands to save Ray for some reason from mm-hmm. um from a burning capsule, and you're like, where does this come from? Where, yeah. Where's this man at? And it reminds me so much of that scene. And they're both involved capsules. There, mm-hmm. you know what? There are too many capsules on this show. I mm-hmm. rarely encounter a capsule in real life ever. Mm-hmm. I want to say, Seth, you're right. Same problem I have with quicksand and fucking uh, zip lines. They were everywhere when I was a kid, and I haven't seen one fucking picture in my entire life. No quicksand yes. has ever menaced me. And I'm sure all three have big fetish communities. Oh, yes. Oh, the capsule community zip- is huge. Yeah. Zipline fuckers, they love those things. <laughs> also, uh, Kaji shows up, and who's he at with him? Ritzko. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. This, this scene drove it home for me. Yeah, Your theory yep. was absolutely proven by the palpable amount of these people have fucked energy when Kasaragi's like, oh, she, and then, and you, and, and, and Kaji's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. <laughs> And so also we get a report that Gendo and Fuyutsuki are out of the country. They're they're in the South Pole, which the water in South Pole is blood red. Yes. Now, Ben, speak on this, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> As the newcomer. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Uh, well, I assume it's, uh, it's all still from the second impact, and that's the blood of half the population that has just slowly incorporated itself into the water and now it's just permanently stained red. I'm just assuming. 
Okay. I like it. Interesting. Either that or, course, or it's angel blood as well. Who knows? And then, of course, angel shows up at this point. Uh, yeah, back home. Of course. The cool. This is the coolest angel that appears in the. Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But here, it's it's just okay. But I love how it's like dropping fucking bombs on the planet, and they're talking about how oh, in two hours it'll drop on us and everything will be destroyed. They're just so detached. This yeah. whole conversation. They don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Yeah. It's all just numbers on a screen for them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, in my opinion, like this is one of like the coolest designed angels. Like it looks like something off a Grateful Dead uh, album cover. You know, it looks like he was clearly inspired by a certain era. You know, for this thing, and yeah. also he has a thing for eyes too. I've noticed because like either they're little small beady eyes or they're big or they're like big uh, granular eyes. You know. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's something about them. They're either too small or they're too big. And this one is, this one is a named, big boy. Yeah. This one's name is Sahakwil, by the way. Sahakwil. Oh, Sahakwil O'Neal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sahakwil O'Neal is here. It is uh it is you guys remember um Singular Wireless? Yeah. When we were going to, it looks kinda like that, that logo they had. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see it. I see it. See? And there uh, we go. <laughs> and and so uh, uh Rocky has a crazy plan. Who would have thought a crazy plan from Katsuragi to have the Avas catch it with their AT fields and stop it from obliterating the goddamn uh Tokyo 3. Yeah. And the Magi, who we now know are the, are the computers who run Tokyo 3 and yes. are the actual rulers are like this has a 0.00001% chance of of succeeding. You should run away. And and Ritzko says that, and Kotrocki's like, "Oh no, I'm pulling rank on you, motherfucker." Which again, I think feeds into the threesome theory. She's like mm-hmm. jealous still of what happened. So she's like, "I'm yeah. pulling rank on you." She's like, I'll, yeah. "I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna will. I'm willingly gonna sacrifice the entire world just to pull rank on you." <laughs> I also love how she gets those odds, and she's like, "So you're saying there's a chance?" <laughs> Han Solo shit, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, she says, I'll, I'll get you guys steak when this is all over. And Ray, of course, has to be like, I don't like to eat meat. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. We get it. Yeah, yeah, of course you don't. Of course. We get it. Um, But yeah, they, but they, they really harp on the steak dinner for a bit. They're like, man, I'm, they're mm-hmm. like, they don't care. They care less about the fate of humanity than they do about this possible a steak dinner. And mm-hmm. Katsuragi's like, I don't know if I can even pay for this thing. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. It's like, why do all adults assume that all we want is a steak dinner? Yeah. <laughs> Shinji is like, oh, that sounds good. Sounds like a good yeah, deal. Sure. Yeah. I just love that Kazuragi doesn't know if she can pay for this or not. I would walk into any restaurant in Tokyo 3 and be like, hey, how are you paying? And I'm like, do you see everything? Yeah. 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 That's that. my credit card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comp this motherfucker. You're alive because of me. Everyone's alive because of me right now. All right. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's like in those fucking terrible Zack Snyder Superman movies when they're like, "Hey, it, the, the statue of Superman." They're like, if you if you look for his monument, look around you or whatever, which is dumb because there's a monument right here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You already have a monument, and it's like that. That's how I'll be. Like, you, my monument, all this. Yeah. Fucking give me the food. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it works. The zero point zero 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 one percent chance plan works. Also, that the scene where they do it is fucking gorgeous and yeah. one of the most insane looking angel fights we've got up to this point. Um, which another thing we got to point out, they've done such a good job of like making a of changing up the way they defeat the angels. Mm. They really kept each one very fresh. Whether it's, you know, some big eyeball or, you know, a guy underwater, a guy in the lava, they really do make it um, a different each time. And I like that because some of these sometimes animes, not ones that have shorter run, like shorter episodes, like 26, but like you get into some anime, they're doing the same. Even Dragon Ball Z is a a victim of it. Sometimes they're just doing the same shit over and over. They kind of beat this guy the same way. Um, But this one, they really kept it fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really like how unique that is, and also this is like a good example of how like a monster of the week show can yeah. work. 
Because, you know, just a lot of cartoons, especially like action centric ones, tend to like fall and in, fall into the same uh, the same tropes, you know, like, oh, we got a new like Scooby Doo and all that new monster this week. How do we beat them? Uh, I think also to benefit uh, the show's benefit, the show is so short. So they're able to yeah. actually be more creative with it instead of like having a show that spread out like seven or eight seasons and the writers just get lazy. You know, but yeah, they, they yeah. keep it unique, and I really appreciate it. Also, like the animation of the uh, of of the angel, like so, like spreading its wings up before it fell down and exploded. I thought I thought that motherfucker was about to rise up again because that scene reminded me of the scene from just to bring Godzilla back into this uh, GMK where Mothra sacrifices itself for King Ghidorah yeah. to bring it back to life, and the wings sprout up from the rubble, and then. And then God Kador or whatever like rises up from the ashes. Like I was expecting something like that to happen. It's like, oh, listeners, shit. just so you know, Ben, this is the most physical I've seen Ben get in a very long time. He's enacting, reenacting all these scenes in his seat. <laughs> and that's um, why you should uh, subscribe to the Patreon where you get the video of. Uh, <laughs> exactly. If only, if only we had that. <laughs> that would be great. But yeah, I also agree, guys. I love how there's basically very few, like, straight-up fights in this show. It's like, we gotta find the one weird trick to kill this fucking thing. Yeah. Because we can't just punch it to death. That never happens, basically, except for, like, two times. It always gets very weird, and the angels get more conceptual as time goes on. I love that about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so after the plan works, there's some fanfare. Oh, also, the music oh. in that scene is incredible. Yeah. Music yeah. top notch. Music Loved throughout it. the whole show. It's it's just been an absolute hitter. Um, but after all that stuff happens, you know, it succeeds. Blah blah blah. Good job. Gendo says good job to Shinji, mm-hmm. and it fucks him up so bad because <laughs> that's when he realizes that his whole purpose in life and the reason he's doing all this Ava bullshit. Is to make Gendo happy, and I just want—I just want to give Shinji a hug and say, mm-hmm. Shinji, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm sorry, but what you're doing, what you're living for, it's the wrong thing to live for. Mm-hmm. You need something new. Yeah, I love they go out for the state dinner, but it turns out to be ramen because Ray wants to get uh, garlic pork ramen. Hold the pork. Yes. Um. But it's a sweet moment because um, Asuka decides to not do the state dinner so that Ray can join them. Mm-hmm. And even though she's still a bitch about it, it's a sweet little moment. Yeah. But yeah, Shinji looks at Kazuragi and just admits his whole shit to her yep. in front of everybody. <laughs> this is not therapy, Shinji. What are you doing? He's still learning. Like he, he doesn't really know how to communicate with people. He doesn't understand when is the appropriate time to talk about certain things. I want you two boys to imagine being the ramen guy who's three <laughs> feet away from them when this conversation happens. Yeah, this guy's like, like <sighs> I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's heard weirder. He's like, oh, I got some noodles to cook. Sorry, yeah. I gotta. I gotta go do also, my job. Love the touch that Ray asks for the garlic pork ramen, no pork, and then Oscar's like, "I want shark fin ramen, add the pork." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, pork, <laughs> that pork you took out of that, that pork you took out of hers. Put it in mine. Yeah. Yep. First of all, cook twice as much and put half of it in mine and throw the rest away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make her mad. It's like, Kill an extra you, pig, if you will. Like, can you just be chill for a second, Asuka? Mm-hmm. And once again, Kotsrogi is like, can I afford this? And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, what are you talking about? Yeah. How? If you're not making more money, there's a problem. Yeah. Also, right. the fact that you even have to pay for your food, like you said, is a problem. The, mm-hmm. This right. person should have, should have free meals for life. She should just have a card it's- from the government that says what she wants, she gets. That's what yeah. she should have. Yeah, have, have, have those have the three computers like print something up for her real quick. Yes, the magi pen, the magi, yeah, the magi. Yeah, I do think that in the manga somewhere there are like, oh, their jobs are secret; no one knows where they work. And also, people don't know Nerve exists, so the giant robots are just a thing. And I'm like, are you? Come on, guys! It's t- <laughs> no, what do you do for job work? I work in the military. Yeah, because you're dressed in a fucking military uniform. You leave your work. You leave your apartment. 
I'm not stupid, man. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, amazing. Yeah. The show right. fucking is so good. Mm-hmm. That's three more episodes, and we got to check in. Ben, where is the needle? What are you excited about right now? And uh, what are you what are you um, looking forward to going into the next the latter half of the season? Um, I'm very excited to see in what direction the show goes from here because from everything I hear from everybody, it gets real weird and very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready. I'm ready to get more into the meat and potatoes of that because there's been essence of it here and there, but I think. From from what I've heard, it's gonna get it's gonna get weirder. Like it's just gonna keep it's just gonna keep amplifying itself, and I'm very excited for that. And also, I'm excited to maybe eventually get to the point where I can watch the movies that I keep hearing about. Yes, we uh, will. Don't worry. Yeah. So I am excited about that. I'm excited to maybe get more insight into little hints here and there that they keep dropping. Like I know some things that may just never be. Uh, 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 touched on again but there are some little things here like Asuka saying like do you know about my past like what is your past so I think maybe we'll get touches on that and then I also get different uh, nodes from like Gendo and things that he's done and just you know things are opening up things are getting weird and uh, I'm, I'm excited to keep I'm excited to keep going forward on this journey hell yeah Nothing's made me happier than Ben Ben getting an Evangelion. I really I really oh, yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. This is a good shit right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got you got many. You got any more of that? Uh, you got any more of that? Uh, <laughs> Evangelion. Oh yeah. There's plenty more Evangelion. We oh, got. Boy. Oh yeah. We got a lot of stuff. And I think Seth hasn't even finished. Seth doesn't even know how this whole thing ends. He hasn't nope. even got. I've only seen the, the first two rebuild movies. I've never even okay. seen End of Evangelion. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, my my needles everywhere. You've seen end. I've never seen end of Evangelion. Then you haven't even you haven't even seen the crazy shit this 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 fucking story has to offer. No, we're about to get into oh untread God. territory for two of us now. I'm excited so. for this. This is gonna be great. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking go to Japan and play the goddamn Evangelion <laughs> Godzilla Pachinko game to get that fucking story. Yeah. So I'm gonna ahead of y'all still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be easier to find like a YouTube video somewhere, but nah, you real got, experience. You got to get the authentic expi- pachinko experience. That's right. Ben knows. Ben understands. Yeah, I definitely know what pachinko is and how to play it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's everyone knows. It's it's, it's very simple. It's ben like, was on the pachinko uh, team in high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a thing that it definitely exists. Yeah, <laughs> our tiny little town definitely had a pachinko team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pachinko Championship. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. They called Ben Chinko. Because <laughs> that's not one. No, nope, he brought nope. it all home. This has been the Elenius <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like Seth said, uh, this is the podcast. I'm a Smithy Catania on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. Even the things that I write on indistinct-chatter.io. Uh, and I'm Ben. You can find me on almost every social media platform at the Ben Powell. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Ben Powell. Haven't, my day job's been real busy lately, so I haven't had a chance to stream in like over a week, but things are about to slow down. I'm about to take all of June off, so there will be uh, more streams coming soon, I promise. Heck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I have so much comp time that I don't even need to touch my vacation time. It's Heck insane. Yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, you can lead a horse water, but you cannot make it under it. Uh, fuck Mormonism. <laughs> um, you. We have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to Tokyo, three. In the Lingos podcast, baby, we're out. Bye. Out. <laughs>